Morning, y'all. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, February 26th. On this date in 1942, How Green Was My Valley won the Academy Award for Best Picture of 1941. It beat out nine other films, including The Maltese Falcon and a film some considered the best one ever made, Citizen Kane. And that brings us to your morning y'all trivia question. It was on this date in 2017 that an embarrassing gaffe happened during the Oscars. Presenters Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway read the wrong winner for the Best Picture Oscar. The award went to Moonlight, but which picture did they mistakenly say had won? I'll have that answer coming up, but first, let's get to your first alert weather forecast. Hey, good Monday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovine here. A chilly start early today, but it won't last long. Sunshine and light winds are going to warm us up very quickly. Out of the 30s and 40s into the mid-60s by lunchtime and around 70 degrees this afternoon under a sunny sky. We'll start to increase the clouds, but also the temperatures tomorrow in the mid-70s. Upper 70s, close to 80 degrees for inland areas on Wednesday. We'll continue to be a little cooler along the coast, but overall looks nice and spring-like next couple of days. Small chance of rain late Wednesday. Thursday, dry, but much cooler at 61, 64 on Friday, then upper 60s to around 74 the weekend. We'll likely have to dodge a few showers Friday and perhaps Saturday and Sunday as well. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Now, North Charleston fire crews are on the scene of a fire. Here is a look at that scene on Iroquois Street, where multiple fire trucks have been since 2.30 this morning. You can see their lights there flashing. This is in a neighborhood near Park Circle. We have reached out to officials to learn more about what the fire or what could have caused the fire and all the details of that fire. We'll keep you updated on air and online as new information is released. A St. George project in the works for more than 15 years is finally expected to wrap at the end of this quarter. Winding Woods is a 1,300-acre industrial park, and Port 95 is a private development within this park that will will serve as distribution and manufacturing centers for different companies. And it's all almost done. Autumn Klein joins us live to tell us a little bit more about Port 95 and the benefit it's expected to bring to Dorchester County. Good morning, Autumn. Good morning, Shelby and Katie. Port 95 will hold one of the largest industrial buildings in the Charleston region, sitting at 1 million square feet. Crews anticipate building three buildings for Port 95, but right now they are completing the first two, including that 1 million square foot one. This giant building will be able to hold anywhere from one to four companies alone. The other building is about 240,000 square feet and will be able to hold one company. They still have not leased the spaces out yet, but the Director of Economic Development for Dorchester County says that they have many prospective companies and have received a, quote, encouraging amount of traffic in regard to people scoping the buildings out. Nothing has been finalized yet. The entire project has a price tag of $100 million and was privately funded. They first broke a ground in October of 2022 and are looking at anticipated completion within the next few months. This is all a part of Dorchester County Council's strategic plan to try to bring more employment and tax base to areas of the of the county that haven't seen that growth in the past. True Luck says that they anticipate these buildings will bring many more jobs and products to the area and he's excited for the benefits it will bring to the community. That's sort of been a field of dreams for Dorchester County. Build it and, and they will come. So it's always interesting, you know, when you first 
10 years of this, everything has been below the surface. But now when you start to see something go vertical, it gets exciting because that's real. And then, uh, you know, everybody else in the community can now see it. True Luck tells me that while the physical structure of the buildings is almost complete, it probably wouldn't be until 2025 when we see these buildings up and running. He said they're meant to be shells, so when the companies come in, they can make the space suitable for their needs, and that would probably take a few months after leasing. For Live 5 News, I'm Autumn Klein. All right, Autumn, thank you so much. The Lowcountry Food Bank held its 25th annual Chef's Feast to raise awareness for childhood hunger in the community. Our Carly Baker was at last night's event and tells us everything that went into making it all happen. This is the 25th year of the Lowcountry Food Bank's Chef's Feast Gala. They partnered with over 30 of Charleston's most well-known chefs to make this event happen. 480 community partners, restaurants, sponsors, and guests gather to continue to support the Lowcountry Food Bank's mission of decreasing childhood hunger. The funds that were raised goes towards the food bank's feeding programs. The chief development officer of the Lowcountry Food Bank, Brenda Shaw, says that this event touches the hearts of many of the chefs that come out and that they realize how many people in the community don't know when their next meal might be. Like any way we can help out and feeding people that need to be fed is a big thing. I mean, that's what we do for a living in our restaurants. And if we can push that further out and help those in our community even more, those that are a little bit more disadvantaged, then that's what we're going to do. Shaw also shared with me that one in every five children in the low country experience food insecurity, and that is why it is important to continue to raise money for this cause. Last year, the food bank was able to distribute 40 million pounds of food to those that needed it. The Low Country Food Bank has been a leader in providing food to those that are in need since 1983. They hope to continue to be able to provide to families in the Low Country. Reporting in North Charleston, Carly Baker, Live 5 News. If you live in a rural area and you're having a little bit of a hard time jumping the hurdles to employment, SC Works is looking to help you out today. Today's Rural Connections event will provide you with some resources from a mobile unit. It's all equipped with technology to help you access some better job opportunities. It's called the Career Coach. It's got 10 computers and printers inside for you to use to network directly with employers, submit applications, and work on your resume. That's all instead of driving to a job fair from far away. The hiring workshop kicks off at 10 and continues through 2 p.m. And this is at the In His Name Colleton in Walterboro. If you have any plans to drive through Mount Pleasant over the next couple of weeks, you'll want to know about a road closure starting today. Town officials say they're closing a stretch of McGrath-Darby Boulevard and Coleman Boulevard, although they have not said what time they plan to start all of that. Officials ask you follow detours in the area. Houston Northcutt and Johnny Dodds Boulevard are the best points of access to McGrath-Darby Boulevard. You can expect delays and should watch out for crews as you drive through that area until the construction wraps up March 11th. The Seabrook Island Special Committee on Short-Term Rentals wants to hear from you about its third public forum today. The special committee was established just last month to study rental activity 
in the town and hear your input on the island's future. The first meetings were held last week. That's where people were a, were split on how to handle those short-term rentals. Today's meeting starts at 1 p.m. at Seabrook Island Town Hall. If you attend, you'll be allowed to give a formal presentation to the committee about what you want the future of STRs to look like on the island before a new ordinance is put into place. If you can't attend today's meeting, you'll have one more shot on March 4th. Time is running out for you to give feedback on a long-time road project here in the Lowcountry. Today, Charleston County will hold its last public meeting with the hope that you will help officials narrow down potential road projects throughout the county. To fund the long-time discussed extension of 526, County Council is considering placing a $5.4 billion sales tax referendum that would also help pay for a variety of other projects, including traffic and pedestrian safety improvements. The meeting is at North Charleston City Hall today from 5 to 7 p.m. At the top of the podcast, I told you that on this date in 2017, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway read the wrong movie as the winner of the Best Picture Oscar. What film did they mistakenly say won that Academy Award? It was La La Land. The error, which was quickly corrected, was blamed on an envelope mix-up. Celebrating birthdays today, Lost in Space actress Marta Kristen is 79, singer Michael Bolton is 71, actress Jennifer Grant is 58, actor Greg Rickhart, who you might know from The Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives, turns 47, and actor Taylor Dooley turns 31. Thanks for joining us on Morning Y'all, which is powered by Live 5 News. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Kamen, and she'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.